Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Six seconds to go. Comes in to Tucker. Ewing sets a screen. The shot is off. Loose ball. Ewing goes up. The basket comes. How uh, how are you feeling about your uh, rookie debut as a podcaster? You know, I think I have the potential to be the greatest podcaster in the history of podcasts. Honestly, yeah, so. you're, like, you're like the Ben Matherin, of exactly. Podcast, I'm coming in hot. Yeah, I mean, he he really is. <laughs> he had that like crazy quote about LeBron, and now I'm just like, maybe he's right. Like maybe maybe LeBron is his only competition. I don't know. He's coming uh, in so hot. I changed my. Twitter username to a Ben Matherin apology. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't even low on him. It's just, I wasn't like, uh, I, I know it's funny, like just watching him play, I know exactly. Maybe this is for Draft Strickland or maybe this is for this podcast. I don't know. This but, is, you know, it's a podcast, so you can just do whatever you want. Yeah, there's there's always one or two guys per year who come out and then they're used in a way that benefits them that I didn't think they would be used or that I just didn't think they could be used, and and it always makes me look dumb. So looks like he's that guy for this year. Before we get started, I do have to make an announcement that Strickland has a Patreon. You can subscribe to it. There are a number of tiers. There's a $6 tier that gets you access to Pod Strickland that I do every Friday with Prez. You also get access to the Strickland Discord where I rant and rave about, the, or sorry, not where I rant and rave about the next more, but where we all rant and rave about the next even more. Uh, you also get access to the Doug, aka Drew Steele hosted mailbag. There are further tiers. There's a $9 tier that gets you access to Strick and Roll, where I personally rant and rave about the next even more. You also get access to wonderful weekly articles by Jack Huntley and Matthew Miranda, two of the best in the business. There are further tiers. There's a $15 tier, $30 tier, $50 tier, and $100 tier. Those come with a variety of additional benefits, like listening in on a pod recordings, merchandise discounts, and even potentially co-hosting a podcast alongside yours truly one day. Whether you choose to subscribe or not, none of this would be possible without you. I DM'd you this yesterday, but I was just like, just, I don't care. Just take Ahmed Thompson, whatever. Um, and it's like, it's it's mostly just because every year there are a few guys where you're just like the, the, the stupid thing everybody does right is like everybody's like oh there's more space in the NBA so this player is going to be way better and that's not like that yes that's true but that's like applicable to everybody mm-hmm. so it's not like you can't really like it shouldn't work that way but there are players who like benefit from that increased space more than others. And it's like the two that have popped to me, um, which isn't like, not that I ever, I didn't think these two would suck. I just thought it would take them longer, uh, mm-hmm. are Ivy and Matherin. 
where I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah, I get it. Like it's yeah, they're, they're, they're athletes, they're, right? Like that's the type of player who usually benefits the most. It is they're just electric speed. Like mm-hmm. like like I think that's the thing that I probably. I mean, thank God I don't do draft stuff anymore. Uh, but that's probably the thing. I underestimated the most about Matherin is it's just like, like, no, no, he is like outlier speed for his position. Like he's he's a monster in transition. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just super strong. Like in that preseason game we had against them where he went off, um, like I think quickly did a pretty good job on him, but he's just too fast and strong. Like it just doesn't matter that quickly is in the right position, right? Like, like, like quickly can actually give Cade, massive issues because Cade is like, yeah, he's super strong, but he's not like that bursty or fast. Right? And he's still figuring out how to use his strength. Right. And I just Catherine think been strong. <laughs> yeah. He just like, seems like he already has that figured out. And then, um, I was actually, it was actually really cool to like, see that entire thing with like his, uh, his mom and his sister surprising him and all that very, very heartwarming tale. The Pacers, the Pacers are just seem to be like on and off the court, like a great fit for him. And I was talking to, um, I don't know, I don't know about off the court. Let's let's calm down. Let's well, I, well, I'll say it like this: not, I think off the court because there's no there's no pressure, right? Like they don't have to do anything. Like everything is house money. Like, and it, and that kind of trickles into on court because like, well, Car- well, Carla, like this is just one of those kind of head slapping moments. Like, oh yeah, he's a pretty good coach most of the time, right? Even though he had some interesting stuff last year but um he he's he's not like i thought people were just gonna whoever picked matherin was just gonna be like all right you're gonna be three and d closeout attacker and that's pretty much it as a rookie but he has he has matherin pretty much doing like like a baby version of the rj package like coming off pistol sets and coming off screens to get downhill because they know his hand he's not about to just like cross between Hezzy, ISO, one-on-one, anybody. Um, but rather than just let him, you know, be in the corner like we did with Grimes, which is fine for most 3 and D prospects who are rookies. Like, I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad strategy, but, like, because he's so strong and fast that if you can get him going downhill with a little bit of a runaway, like, his athleticism will take care of the rest, and he has decent touch as well. So, like, you combine that with his really good shooting, which... I mean, everybody knew he was an elite shooter. Like, that's a solid rookie. And then on defense, like, again, house money. It doesn't matter if the Pacers suck at defense. Hallie is horrible at defense. Ben has been pretty horrible at defense. But it doesn't fucking matter. Like, you well, take not, what you get. And you're not, they're not trying to compete right now. So right. Right. And um, Turner's not there. So, like, of course they're going to suck at defense. Like, how, <laughs> how do you think the Haitian food scene is in Indianapolis? Oh God! Let's just hope his mom and or sister are nearby and <laughs> got a one way ticket rather than a round trip. Well, his sister's still hooping, I think. So, uh, oh, yeah, in college, I forget where she goes. So she's probably not there. And his mom, hopefully, his mom is 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 in the neighborhood now because whatever she cooking, she got to keep cooking now. He can't. Hey, he's a millionaire. Just bring bring mom home. Bring mom over. Set her up. Get yourself some home cooked food every day, man. Yeah, you know? keep feeding Hallie too. Shit, he's cooking too. Like if yeah. they're all well, eating it. Yeah, but like you know, Hallie. The thing is, he's not good. Um, <laughs> so you know, I just, I, I, it's the best thing about Matherin, like 
popping off is now I have like a new agenda. Like you have a foil for for your Halle hate, right? It's like it's like no no like Matherin is the franchise player. Did they like, win? Oh, good thing they have Matherin. weren't wasn't winning before Matherin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's true. Like I I even I I didn't tweet this out because it was like insane hate if i did it but it was like like they you gotta pay for this kind of hate yeah no so so what they, they beat detroit the day after we played detroit and uh i think they i think they won that game I don't yeah know. yeah they did. yeah and i think and i howie had like i don't know like 29 and yeah, yeah. something like five or something and i and i i immediately just looked at his minutes and i was like i was like oh man you know, not everybody's built like Emmanuel quickly to just shatter these guys in 27 minutes because uh, he played more and he did less. And that's my angle on that. There you go. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. Like, whatever. The Pacers, I'm, I'm just interested because of Matherin. And then if they eventually trade Turner and or Heald, then I'll be more interested. Can they just do then. that? Can, they, can the Lakers just stop? Because they're 0-3 right now. They're terrible. Terrible. Uh, and like I just the, the rust thing, it's just it's over. Like just stop trying to make it happen. They're actually, I mean, I'm not. This is what I expected. So it's less the three game sample size statistics and more just like in general. But it's just their their defense is probably fine to very good, but like you can't you can't have no spacing and rust just like throwing possessions into the fireplace like you. It's too much. Like even with AD and LeBron, like you need, you need fucking. They have no shooters. It's crazy. I just I don't understand the purpose of this season for them. Like, like okay, you so LeBron signs an extension, right? So he's there for I think at least he, they can't trade him this year, right? That's like that's for sure. Um, so it's like okay, so you. And he signed a, what is it, like a two-year extension, three-year extension, mm-hmm. whatever it was. So he's there, you know, until like 2025 or some shit. What is the point of keeping him if you're not going to try to win now? And I understand, like, yes, it is scary to trade future unprotected picks in 2027 and 2029. I'm, and I accept that, and I'm cool with that. But, like, look, what is, so then what are you doing? Because if, if you're just, like, we can't aff- we can't risk this because we don't think there's a trade to make us better. Then, like, I don't know. Like, are you do you consider then trading Anthony Davis? Like, I I don't I just don't understand like what they're doing because if you're keeping these guys, then you need to put better talent around them. Yeah. And that and and like the the notion that like well we can't do it because we're not going to become contenders and it's just like that's okay like that's stupid. I'm sorry, it's just stupid because. Then why are you do like why did you do any of the things you have done in the last couple of years then? Why why even if you didn't if you're not gonna do do your risk, if you're not gonna risk what you need to to put talent around LeBron, why did you ever resign him? Like why 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 didn't you just go to him this offseason and be like, look, like thank you for coming to LA, thank you for winning us a championship. But like we like if you wanna stay, that's great, but we can't afford take these risks to put more talent around you. And if that means that we need to help facilitate a trade to put you somewhere where that, where you can compete, so be it. We, we, we can, we can do that. But like, I, I don't, I can't. The cynical, the cynical answer is this is just like. LeBron doesn't care. 
Le- well, not just LeBron. It's like LeBron and the Lakers. This is just a comfortable like Ponzi scheme ish situation where the Lakers are like, okay, we have LeBron. We're gonna get tons of coverage and media and merch. And LeBron's like, okay, like I did. I've I've done what I've done. I'm waiting for Bronny to finish out high school in Los Angeles, right? Like, and I like being in LA. And I like being in LA. And I'll, you know, like, actually, I'm a cyborg. So I, if I want to leave once Bronny is done in high school, I can do that. So in the meantime, I'm going to be with my family, make this money, and hopefully we won't be too much of a clusterfuck. But they are. I just, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's very rare to see LeBron get, like, really fed up. It takes, like, remember, like, the famous JR meme? <laughs> Cleveland, like there was a version of that in the in the last game where when Russ took the the pull up two, that, that was an insane. I, I was LeBron, LeBron did the same shit. He was literally like, "What are you doing?" And like, it, it wasn't just LeBron; it was the entire stadium. It was the crowd. No, I know, I know, but but we the entire stadium is is often going to do that. But for LeBron to just visibly be like, "Bro, what the fuck?" Like, <laughs> like he doesn't actually do that often. So uh, that takes quite the brain fart as we saw from jr and now from russ it's funny like i did not watch any of that game because that was during football time and i was not planning on watching basketball during the day um but like so i just kept seeing like random clips of that Me on my too. tl during the game and i'm like and i saw that russ one comes across and i'm like oh, like it didn't register first i was just like wait well, I was like, just wait, hold on, let me. Yeah, I had to like double check like the time on the shot clock, the positions of the players. I was like, did I miss something? It was. It's. I think I wonder. Like, I know Russ has obviously look. He's fallen off a cliff the last couple of years. He can't shoot anymore. Not that he was ever a great shooter, but now he's obviously just a way worse shooter from anywhere. Yeah, but <laughs> I just, I just wonder if like, I kind of feel like he just is sabotaging himself or like sabotaging them. Like, I, I don't think he's. Like, to me, I watched most of their first two games. I didn't watch those games and think, like, he's, you know, he's trying his best. He's just missing shots. I'm, like, watching him offensively, and I'm, like, I kind of feel like he knows he's being an asshole right now, and he doesn't care. That's what I think. Like, I think he just doesn't care, and he's... You don't think he's just oblivious how he has been in the past, where he's, like... No, no, I think it's worse. I think he's, like, actively trying to be an asshole. Because I thought it was like, I mean, I haven't watched the game, so I'll defer to you, but I thought it was kind of like what we saw from Randall last year, where he's just like trying to will himself to be that guy, and he's just not that guy. And it turns into like assholery because of it. But if he's just like, oh, it's fuck me, no, fuck you, then yeah. like, <laughs> that's, well, that's definitely a- worse. <laughs> NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back. So tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a stepped-up same-game parlay today. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. 
Lately, I've been listening to a lot of JID, and it's been great. One reason it's been great to listen to, because I use my Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. With optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable, and they will not budge. Trust me. Raycons give you 8 hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. Raycons are priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycons everyday earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. I personally just love the uh the the earbud tap functions. Those are really nice. Uh the awareness mode is also great because as soon as you turn on your little Bluetooth thing on the phone, it automatically locks in. And uh, let me tell you, I go on a run every single day. I can't hear anything uh, when I have these in. So highly recommend, have enjoyed my usage of them. Uh, go to buyraycon.com today and use code TBPN15 to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's code TBPN15 at buyraycon.com to score 15% off buyraycon.com code tbpn15 i mean if i'm him i would i kind of understand it though because it's like i mean he knows that like they want to trade him you know what i mean like it's not like he's unaware of that and he probably is just playing on straight they just need to make this heel turner trade and be done with it like can we just can the knicks just swoop in and like undercut them how about that because their defense is actually fine. Like, so do you really need Miles Turner? Eh, just take Fournier. But like that, it just wouldn't work financially. You'd have to include Randall too. And oh, really? Yeah. I, I don't Dang. Think I do that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't think they'll. Yeah, they're they're gonna play that out a little bit more. But yeah, weird. I don't know. If I'm the Pacers, I'm just like, look, two first, or we gonna drag this thing out. You know, I mean, see, the thing is, though, you could always go down to one first later. Yeah, that's that's the thing. But I'm if I'm the the risk is if you just like if the Laker, if you know, there's there's, like we learned with Donnie, right? Like there's always it's like some team could just pop up with some shit. Like who the fuck knows? Maybe maybe the Jazz, maybe the Jazz. It could be any number of teams. Yeah, they can be like, hey, you want Laurie Markkinen and Jordan Clarkson? Yeah, and you give us your two first because I know Danny Ainge is in hell right now. First of all, first of all, first of all, I don't think Utah's going to trade my son Laurie because he's cooking. This is like the worst agenda you've ever had. Listen, I've been a Laurie fan since he got drafted, since he was in college, and he kind of disappointed me earlier in his career. And then he was weird and good in Cleveland. And I didn't see anything about it that was unsustainable. Hence the uh, me getting back on the wagon. And uh, again, similar, similar to Matherin, but he's older. There are zero stakes in Utah, so he could just do what he does. And if they suck and give up 125, it doesn't matter. Um, but them scales are real, man. Put some respect on it. I'm not going to put any respect on it. <laughs> um, I... I'm excited for them to start losing games eventually, which will happen. But like, I'm telling you, man, I know Danny Ainge is sitting there watching these games, and he's yeah, he's just so mad, so mad watching this. Like, like every win takes them further away from from Wemby, and that's not where he wants to be. I don't care. 
Yeah, well, OKC is already like giving SGA a rest day. Yeah, they're already giving a rest day. They're already doing bullshit at the end of games. Um, you know, I don't know if you really want to like. They, I was watching a little bit of their game yesterday. They had like Pokashevsky at the five going on in the fourth quarter. I'm just yeah, like, right. I saw that. Like, well, he was like he had a start at the five, and I, that's when I was like, all right. Presti's in like playoff form right now. <laughs> he's not. He's not out here like Danny. Danny's new to this. He he was winning in Boston. All right. He's he killed the trade market, but like this is this is where the the real separate from the fake in terms of tanking. All right. Presti's not new to this. He's been in the game. Um, I'm a, I'm like a little bit. I'm a little bit worried about the Wolves. Like they haven't looked. Oh, I'm very worried about the Wolves. They don't look. Like I thought they would look. Like I, 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 I mean, they're going to make the playoffs. I'm not worried about that. But like, I thought they were going to be really good in the regular season. And I know, like, look, it's a obviously a very new dynamic they have going on with like Cat at the four and Gobert at the five, and the spacing is all weird. And like, I think they really, they and us as independent observers, uh, I feel like we underestimated how the spacing would work because like Jaden McDaniels, for example, he's a good shooter. Is he a guy that truly spaces the floor at the three? Like no. you know I mean? it's, no. and it's just like, no. And then like, I like Ant. I love Ant, but I mean, he's a third year player. Like he still has bouts of just like, I'm going to do stupid shit. And, like, that's fine, but you made a trade that is effectively, like, we have to win now. And then I don't even want to do the cat the four defense stuff is, like, bro, this guy. <laughs> well, I think I think cat at the four on both ends is, is, I think what I underestimated is just the, the gravity of what kind of a big adjustment that is going to be for everybody. Because if you look at their team, they have a lot of talent, but... They're aside from D'Lo on offense, they don't have guys who are particularly like high feel or very versatile. And like Towns is versatile in the sense that like he can do anything right on the court, but like he's never like right now he's averaging uh 15 shots a game. Like that's not that many shots a game for someone like him, and he he can be fine with that. But like just navigating like. Do I shoot it? Do I not? Do I space? Do I get the ball? Um, and it's, you can tell it's a little weird for him. And for Ant, you know, he's just immensely talented and a, a inherently like a vibes kind of player. So once he gave that remark about like, oh yeah, it's best for me when we go small. I was like, oh, this is going to take longer than I thought for them to to get used to it. And like their, their high field guys are, are on the bench. It's like Kyle Anderson and and Jalen Noel and stuff like that. Like the starters are are talented, but it's just gonna take a while. Um, Towns has had some bad shooting luck, so that'll definitely come back around. He's not gonna shoot thirty percent from three. Neither is D'Angelo Russell. So things will get better, but it's definitely gonna be a bit of an adjustment. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just. Who has worse vibes to you right now, the Wolves or the 76ers? 76ers by far. Um, the Wolves, I just think it's weird. Like, it's just weird. 
I ants like I want to play smaller lineups, whatever, dude. You're they're just like little emo, whatever. I just I just don't. I mean, the Sixers. I'm like genuinely concerned about them now because I look. I I had their over for regular season wins. I thought that was like it was like fifty, right? It was. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah was, that should be like a. I don't bet, but like that would be a fucking slam dunk. I would hammer that shit. Yeah, and I just I'm watching these games and like, look, let's we got to be fair to some extent. Losing away to Boston isn't a crisis. No, losing at home to Milwaukee isn't a crisis. Losing at home to the Spurs after your zero and two feels pretty bad. Uh, and like, man, I'm I'm so I'm over. Embiid. I'm so fucking over to this guy. Like, every year, there's some reason why he starts off slow. Last year, he hit, he fucking hurt his knee, and that's why he couldn't play defense for the first 20 games, or whatever the fuck it was. And then this year, oh, now, now all of a sudden, he's struggling defensively, and now, oh, he's got plantar fasciitis. Give me a fucking break, all right? I wasn't born yesterday. Like, I'm watching these. Like, he's... There was a rotation against... It was at the end of the Milwaukee game. It was... I don't know if you watched the end of that game, but mm-hmm. like, so Milwaukee has the ball down two. Grayson Allen gets the ball on a curl. Embiid kind of has to switch on to him, and so he's like, he comes up to like meet him as he's coming around the curl. Allen just blows by him. Grayson Allen, by the way, just bursts by him. Somebody collapsed off of <laughs> Westbrook stupidly, and he gets a wide open three. Now. I'm just watching that, and it's like, I literally watched it back, and it looks like Embiid is about to, like, tear every ligament in his body, trying to, like, shift directions as Grayson Allen is coming around the curl. And it's like, he just looks so creaky on defense, and then you see the Spurs game, and he's just, like, getting absolutely destroyed down the stretch on the on the glass by Jakob Perto. Jakob Perto's a good player. Don't get me wrong. Good player. That's There's no excuse for that. That should never happen. That, like... And and this is the reality of Joel Embiid. I mean, to be honest about this, they have been a garbage defensive rebounding team for a few years now. If he's like an actual great rebounder, that would not be the case. That's a fact. That is a fact. Um, he's not a good defensive rebounder. He has dropped off defensively, I think, in a very significant way the last couple of years. Him being like a god mode scorer has helped. But like, I think it's been tied to his his conditioning, and I, you know, like excuses are excuses. He said, uh, "Uh, well, I don't know if it was he said it, but like, apparently, he wasn't able to do the kind of conditioning he wanted because of plantar fasciitis." And I know plantar fasciitis is super rough, especially for gigantic human beings. But like, at at some point, like, get on the fucking get in the pool, get in on the underwater treadmill, dude, like. You can't be talking other shit and like there are, you don't, it's not just running laps and sprints. And I know it's different than basketball shape. Um, if you can't put that kind of pressure on your feet, but you're not just helpless either. Like you're a multimillionaire working for a billion dollar organization. Like there are ways to come into camp and at least a certain level of shape that is improved compared to what you're in now. And I know on some level that's like, easy to say from me here on my couch but like the the years of excuses are running out like you like if fine if 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 those are legit if there's legit reasons why you're falling off then don't talk that big shit and then get blown by by grayson allen like that's kind of where i'm at like 
you, they depend on you to hold the defense together. Like, you have some good defenders on the team, but it's not that good of a defense team. Like, when they've been good on defense, it's largely been because Embiid has been good on defense. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.